Welcome, welcome, everybody. Happy Year of the Tiger. It is Yoko and Frisky's Dimensional Rift. Hearing the people cheer. Uh, I am your uh, one of hosts, uh, Yoko, and my brother from another mother, Frisky. One of yo. <laughs> one of hosts. <laughs> one of hosts. Welcome, everybody, to season four of Yoko and Frisky's Dimensional Rift. Oh, yeah. I was holding for applause. You right. <laughs> yeah, so we're back and we're going to be better than ever. We're not doing a reboot. It's more of a revamp. We want to take this thing to the next level. And we're on YouTube now. We got an official YouTube page. You can go check it out. Subscribe, like, comment, share with your friends. And we're going to bring you some quality entertainment this year. We're going to bring the laughs. We're going to bring the good times, the feels. And um, this episode is brought to you by Blockbuster Video. If you need a late night rental of Pootie Tang or Bebe's Kids, they got you. And I even hear they're starting to support the DVD format. How exciting is that? Oh my gosh, I have never had a DVD player before, but I heard there's special features. There is, and um, if you have a PlayStation 2, guess what? You're in luck. You can play DVDs on your PlayStation 2. Oh my gosh, did you know that the PlayStation 2 is the number one DVD seller? I, I, I thought it would be the HD DVD, but I guess I was wrong. You know, that's why I don't invest in the stock market. Dang. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm nervous. I, I've i been up since 7 o'clock, you know, been trying to prepare this thing, concoct some fun times. So what we're going to do is we're going to get into a, a brand new segment. It's called Yoko Reacts. And you guys can follow at home because I'm going to be posting all the links in the description so you can Oh, God, I'm so along. scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can watch along and uh, laugh with us. All right. I got a few because what I do on a daily basis is me and Yoko, I usually we usually send stuff on Twitter, like funny shit to laugh at. So I've been holding on to a few of these gems to share for us today. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna send them I need to your DM. The first one provides some context. Uh, last month, Jason Derulo was uh, mistaken as Usher in Las Vegas, what? What? and he got pissed and he just beat the crap out of someone. And someone edited his famous Jason Derulo over him punching the guy. Oh. It's great. Oh. oh God. Okay, I'm gonna click it. Let's see. So here we go. I'm doing it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was a knockout. Oh, my Lord. He's got my hair. Right? He's, he's got my hair after, like, the first time I cut it like that. <laughs> Jason he, Derulo. Wait. He should be honored that someone mistook him as Usher. Just saying. Like, this is the star of Cats. 
Oh. I hate it. All right, next. Uh, I don't. Oh, go I ahead. feel like I feel like this is world star hip hop all over again. Continue. It is in real time. Next up, um, what's been popping it up on the internet a lot this year has been the discussion of NFTs. And one of my favorite singers got in on it. I actually shared this with you before, but this has to be shown again because it's so funny. The Neo NFT. Uh, look, this guy's art. Thank you so much, Rich Dwarvis Tribe, for this NFTs. I want to blow this project up. You know what he looks like? What if Wallace and Gromit actually made black people in their content? <laughs> he reminded like, me. Remember that show, The PJs on Fox? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, like, what if Wallace and Gromit and the PJs had a crossover? I don't think they could handle it. That would be a wild <laughs> crossover. Like, oh. <laughs> everyone's just complaining about NFTs, and I'm sitting here like, can you just make the world better? I'm just confused. Yeah. You know, there's worse things. There's worse things in this world than NFTs. And like this, this art actually isn't that bad, but it's also like, it really does look like something from the prod, like PJs and, and Wallace and Gromit. Celebrity death match. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love Neo. And if you need the money, man, just go on on tour. I'll support you, brother. Next, I feel it. Next up, we got uh, what is this? The Gothic toilet. <laughs> you Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! I don't want to pee in that. And special. everyone's like, "Oh, you're a woman. You can't do it." Yeah, I sure can. So stop. <laughs> I've seen her do you, it. You think in such low dimension? Listen, I don't want to pee in that. First of all, because. One, it's it's inhibiting a furry fetish that I'm not. A, I don't want to be a part of. Two, uh, what? I I just oh, it's art. Like no, no, dude, you have a <laughs> fetish, and it's you do you, but it's really not healthy. I, I I think you need to see someone. Go to therapy. That's all I gotta say. Next. Uh, next up, we got. Our first look at Batgirl for the Batgirl movie coming to HBO Max. Oh boy, 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 oh boy. I'm clicking it. I'm clicking it. I'm clicking it. Oh boy, she looks hot. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is controversial. She's dark skinned. People are going to be like, that's not my back, girl. Like, she got the red hair. She got the outfit down. Uh, The costume looks badass. It kind of looks like a Party City costume a little bit. A little bit? It's baggy. Yeah, it's a little bit. I ain't going to front. You right. When you right, you right. Yeah, but it's not bad. I I think in motion, it'll look better. I think so too. Um, if they're doing the Batgirl reboot, 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 because it looks like it, I think it's gonna do all right. Yeah. I think, man, I'm like, 
I, I'm not. I don't even want to read the summary because I want to just see one preview and one preview only. Yeah, I'm not sure when this is coming out. You know, DC's always delaying stuff. Like the Flash took eight years to come out. Are you serious? Yeah, the Flash movie was announced the same week the Flash TV show premiered, and the Flash TV show is now in season eight. Oh my lord. The more you know. Oh my lord. Speaking of DC, they got a a brand new little oh, yeah with the Batman. So okay, folks. Uh, we he and I discussed this. He he I was like, you know what, it doesn't really look like a bat symbol. It kind of looks like in my mind, one of those cheap DBS Chinese knockoff toys. But I'll have to agree with my brother from another mother here. It looks like a maxi pad. And when I went to other people, I was like, yo, does this look like a maxi pad? They were all like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I think we're all in agreement here that uh, it's absorbing cheese to the max. It's just a lot of food, man. Like, I look at that and my stomach hurts. Yeah, it it just... I would just rather make a pizza at home at this point <laughs> for myself. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, I just, it really is. What else we got? I got, I got a right. lot. Like, I don't even remember what they all are. Let's see what this is. Oh, this story. Oh my God. Oh no. Okay, explain to me. So Channing Tatum was supposed to be Gambit in a movie. And he said he was so traumatized when he lost the part. He sh- he wasn't able to see any of the Marvel movies, and he was so sad. It was like losing a friend to him because he was ready to play him. Oh, poor baby. Okay, first of all, Channing Tatum once said, Gambit went away. I was, yeah, as you said. So I remember him in, was Channing Tatum in the Wolverine movie, right? No, he was never in the X-Men movies at all. But who was who played Gambit? Gambit. It was Taylor Kitsch. Okay, he did a terrible job. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I love Gambit, okay? Listen, Gambit is the Pepe Le Pew, but more respectful than Pepe Le Pew of the Marvel world. Alright? Tell me I'm wrong. I'll wait. Nah, you right, you right. It's just it's he- Gambit, like he's treating it so seriously. Like, I feel like the heartbreak is there. It would be like if somebody picked me to be in a Legend of Korra movie, I'd be like, oh my God, and I didn't get the part. I get it. I get it. I get it. Because, like, I would do the, I would be the best Korra I could ever be. I would just do everything to pick the character up, be respectful. Like, Korra's one of my favorites, okay? That's just, that's just facts. So, I, I, I feel for the guy. I feel for the guy. That's a shame. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice actor. Like, you know, maybe Kevin Feige will give him a shot. Who knows? The X Men are gonna come back regardless. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Oh, Bill the Bear launched an After Dark series of horny teddy bears. Why does it have to be like After Dark? Because that's the cool thing now, you know? You have your After Dark Twitter account with your OnlyFans. You 
put your cash app on there and uh, you show your belly button and you can pay your rent. Uh... I think it's cute. I mean, it's harmless. But why do they say, ha why does it have to be after dark? I've seen this bear before. <laughs> because they gotta be edgy, man. That's what grabs the headlines. Oh my God. Who said stuffed animals were just for the kids? Asks the Build-A-Bear website. Why should they get to have all the fun? Welcome to Build-A-Bear After Dark, a new series of teddy bears designed specifically for adults. A concept I'm currently struggling to resolve with my lizard brain. Are these bears supposed to be horny? Tonight at eight. Oh my God, there's one where there's a rabbit with wine in her hands. And that should just be like lonely, divorced mom bear. Sorry, it just really should be. That's for the Zootopia fans. Oh my Lord. They forgot about Zootopia. They've moved on to B-Stars. Next one. What's the next one? What we got? Oh, it's these jeans. <laughs> <laughs> have like a window for your ass cheeks <laughs> didn't they have that back in the 90s and they're just bringing it back now probably I don't know I had a lot of sh this is a shit post literally alright that's not that funny I say so it is, a, it is a poop post Chelsea would love that oh my god look at this camera <laughs> oh no oh no oh it look oh god oh oh my gosh okay so let me just describe it if you're not clicking on these links it's a red camera right with mickey mouse black in the middle right and two white hands so the camera lens looks like a booty hole and the two hands on the outside look like it's stretching it and then the end has a wrist strap that could be a butt plug I, and, and I've I, I've seen this camera before. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Let, let's put it this way: uh, people are gonna really like this camera for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Hey everybody! Uh huh. It's for kids. For the kids. Why I waited to show you because I wanted to get oh, your on-screen yeah. reaction. I, I don't even I don't even know. All right, the next one. Um, you sent me this. It's the Bomb Rush Cyberpunk trailer. Uh huh. Now, this game looks dope. I think it's my most anticipated game of the year. Now you can ride skateboards and BMX and roller skates. What do, you, what do you think this game's gonna be? You think it's gonna be good? Uh, I hope so, because the last time they tried to do a similar reboot of uh, Jet Set Radio, the one that's like Jet Set Radio, right? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do well at all. There was no objective, but the music was fly, but it looks like they actually put effort into it, and it seems like any Switch game nowadays has had a... Uh, most Switch games, I'm not saying all, uh, they're really appealing to fans more than they have in a very long time. On, like... Like, for this year, I'm getting Klonoa. I can't wait. That's a $150 game that's over 25 years old. 
And now we're getting a new Jet Set Radio type game, which I'm glad they're making a completely new one. So that's exciting. You're absolutely right, because uh-huh. Sega had a chance to bring it back. There was a, a, a concept. They made like a, a beta. I forgot who it was. But a studio came to Sega. It was like, hey, we want to do Jet Set Radio again. And they made this beta. And Sega turned them down. So now it's like, all right, we're just going to make it ourselves. Screw you guys, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the last good. game that they tried to make was Hover. And I they must have been new developers because it was terrible. I, I got it for free. Um, I guess they had it on sale. And it was just really wasn't good. The last one, I'm sending this to you again because you didn't react to it in the group chat. It's the Kirby oh. Toilet. <laughs> Oh, I, I showed all my friends the Kirby toilet because they were like, what's up with this Kirby news? I was like, y'all haven't seen the Nintendo Direct? First of all, no. Leave Kirby alone. This is disgusting. Stop it. Y'all need to stop. And I know it's a photoshopped picture because it looks official. But I've met too many people who uh, will actually take joy in this in in my life. So this is why they don't deserve to have good things. Just painted a really bad image in my head. Thank you. It really did. It really did. And that Hope was, you learned a lesson. And that was Yoko Reacts. Everybody clap. <laughs> so, much so funny. Anyway, you know how podcasters, you know, they spend a lot of time talking about irrelevant stuff and not get into the main topic right away. Mm-hmm. Well, we got some things to review. <laughs> um, That's funny. You want to go first? Oh yeah. Um, I really want to talk about. Uh, the Legend of Arceus, the video game that just came out. All right. The, uh, so here's the dimension and review of Pokemon Arceus. Take it away. So what if Pokemon was an open world and you actually get to roam the world, explore, study Pokemon? You don't have to fight everybody like in a gambling ring like in the past. Yeah, I said it. Pokemon is dogfighting. And uh, it it's actually taking place in like a feudal Japan. Not a feudal Japan. More like the Edo period in Japan. Like guessing. And you get to change your clothes. You get to ride different Pokemon. Sell, uh, it, to Sell it to me, girl. Dude, it is amazing what effort they actually put into this game for once. Because... The last Pokemon games, I was just like, eh, I really don't like them. I'm buying them because I like the franchise, but I'm not enjoying it. But this one, I have to say, they put they put love into this, okay? Even in the commercials, they had a commercial where there was a Spanish woman. She was just like, huh, I need you. I need you as my Pokemon partner. And... It shows a Pokemon, and it was like a real telenovela. I was dying. Um, you need to send me this commercial. Yeah, I'm going to send you this commercial right now, actually. I was 
I was like, I'm gaslit because my friend's like, look, Jen, it's you because you love this Pokemon. Um, I haven't even beat the game, but I put 55 hours in it alone, just exploring. Listen, um, I haven't been a Pokemon fan for a long time, but I'm happy that people are happy and they seem to have gotten what they want. I've heard mixed things. I hear it's kind of like buggy and stuff. And I've also heard like it's the best Pokemon game of all time. So whatever the consensus is, I just hope you guys are having a great time playing it. So what would you rate it? Would you be like, uh, should you rent it? Should you buy it? Should you borrow it? Would definitely buy it. Um, even if you're not a Pokemon fan, this one kind of touches deeply into things that uh, people were not comfortable with in the old Pokemon games. Like I had a friend who was like, hey, I really don't like battling other people. I just don't. I just want to be with my Pokemon and explore. Or I just want to be with my Pokemon and just catch, catch, catch. You don't even have to use your Pokemon to catch. You can just go in Feed the Pokemon that you want in the wild, but you have to hide. Like, you got to be real sneaky. Or you can even knock them out with rocks and catch them into the ball. And that shit makes me laugh every time. Like, bro, I can't tell you how much I've knocked Pokemon out just to catch them. Yeah. And I figured this I did I figured the same this out thing yesterday. with stray cats on the street. Hey! <laughs> or, um... Now, here's the tricky part. This game is kind of hard when you start. And what I mean really hard, I'm walking in the woods, first area. I run into a level 40 Pokemon. It Hadoukens me. And I jumped off of a cliff, a cliff just so I wouldn't die. <laughs> and I almost died from that alone. <laughs> I was like, no! Nah! <laughs> sounds pretty intense i'm not gonna lie i'll definitely yeah. watch you play it for sure oh yeah i intend to like start a new file and just live stream what i'm doing because i've been in places where i'm like oh god oh god no but like my friend was watching me play and we were all screaming because uh i had a gyarados chase me and i didn't know those little things could fly i didn't did you know gyarados could fly no Dude just pops out of the water, yeets into the air, and dives back down on me. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't. You're like, bad day, bad day, bad day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Anyway, my review is, I would definitely, I would give it an 8 out of 10. An 8 out of yeah. 10. Yeah. Dope. You know, um, you say you wanted to talk about the Nintendo Direct, too? Yeah, just for a little bit, because a lot of people's nostalgia berries have dropped. Like, uh, you just showed me the Kirby pictures. Did you see the Nintendo Direct at all? I skimmed through it because I know half of it was going to be Japanese RPGs. And it actually, let me let me go, let me go to my list. Uh, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to send you the list, the gaming list. And for you at home, you can follow along! Circle the ones that you want. You the can't handle thing, JRPGs, huh? No. No, I can't. The one thing that caught my attention in that direct was the fact that Mario Kart 8 is getting DLC like seven years later. What? What? That long ago? Yes, Mario Kart 8 came out seven years ago. Oh my gosh. 
but it's I still cool. like Crash. Like, like I like Crash Bandicoot Racing better, but that's just me. Wow, that's just wow. me. You I said there. it. You, went I went there. there. We're losing subscribers. I know, right? No, but they're offering forty-eight brand new courses for twenty-five dollars, and they're going to keep updating it to the end of next year. So it's kind of like a fighter's pass with race courses and. Hey man, like that's a good deal, but it also shows that they're like not interested in making a new game. They're like, yeah, we're just gonna give you new courses, guys. Like, have fun. So let's let's go over the list. So February, we're getting another Kingdom Hearts. Don't care. Assassin's Creed, eh? Uh, Dynasty Warriors. the The games that people are screaming about are called Live a Live or Live Evil. Uh, Klonoa, the remake. Klonoa is my jam. You like this little dog, puppy dude, running around, collecting gems. It's not a collect-a-thon. It's a side-scrolling 3D platformer, but it's cute. Um, Splatoon 3, Xenoblades 3, Bayonetta 3, Breath of the Wild 2. Everyone, everyone is, like, pooping their pants on that one. Everyone. Uh, what do we have? Sonic. What uh, Frontier. Yeah, yeah, Sonic Frontier. Um, I'm only games I'm really getting are the Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Of course. Uh, River City Girls Two. Um, Chocobo GP. And honestly. I would love Bayonetta three, but I'm I might wait. You know. What about you? I sent you the list. Okay. Check out the ones you think are gonna like really pop off because. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, doo, 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 doo. This is a weird format. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not even all the games too. That's the crazy part. Uh, let me put my glasses on. <laughs> right. As you put your glasses on. Star Wars Force Unleashed. Wow. Star Wars Foursome, you mean? What? Force Unleashed. Came out like 12 years ago. Man, I'm not really excited for a lot of these. To be honest, Mario Strikers looked cool. Oh, Nintendo Switch Sports. I'd play that. Yeah, I want to. I want. I just want the bowling segments. Yeah, um, I like. They have like sword fighting now. Oh yeah. And they had the Yas memes. Like they they replaced the Mies with like these gentrified Mies. (laughs) Oh, the box art. Yeah, people are talking about that. Oh wait, let me look at that. Let me. I I I I don't know what you look at. Look at look at. Hold on. I'm just excited for Bomb Rush. Bomb Rush should be on that list. Which I'm surprised it's not. Yeah. Yes. Mommy loves you. Um, Yeah, I'm only... I'm I'm pre-ordering a lot of these games right now. Just so... Because my goal is this year is to travel more and buy less. So... Uh, if I, yeah, because if I pre-order things, I'm not. I don't want to be tempted to buy things I don't need. You know. 
Girl, get but, your travel on, man. Yeah. On. Oh yeah. Uh, where the? So it's we we sports switch. Yeah, we switch sports or switch sports. I don't. Uh. It's okay. Da, 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 da. Okay, what's next? What's next on the list? Let's go. I'm going to give you guys a dimensional review of Jackass Forever because we need those algorithm points, baby. Oh, what is that? What is it? I don't know what that is. You know what Jackass Forever is? No. Well, let me explain it to you, my good friend. Jackass was a series on MTV in the early 2000s about like nine guys, you know, performing different stunts and hurting themselves. They were basically YouTube before YouTube became YouTube. Oh, oh, Jackass for, sorry, I, I was like, uh, what is these? Get KS. I feel stupid, sorry. Continue. Yeah, so the Jackass series spawned three theatrical feature films, and this is the fourth one in the long-running franchise. And um, it doesn't have all the core cast members because one of them unfortunately passed away. It was Ryan Dunn. He passed away in a car accident in 2011. Yeah. And, yeah. Rest in peace. And Bam Margera is absent from the film because allegedly he couldn't get sober. They needed him to be sober and they kicked him off. So from the jump, I knew this wasn't going to be as good as the other ones. And I'm a huge fan of the other ones because... I'm a man in my 30s, you know, I like seeing people get kicked in the balls, right? That's my demographic. So with this entry, they brought in some new people. Um, I, I don't remember all their names, but there's a guy named Jasper. There's a girl named Rachel. There's a big dude. There's a woman cool. in it? There is a woman in it. No way. Y'all lying to me. Yeah, but she only gets like to do like two things in the entire movie. She has like um, a scorpion sting her face a few times. My and God! Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And I, I can't. What. I can't. I'm already upset about that. Just, just because I, I, I would have like dreams of scorpions biting me. So like. Yeah, and the other thing she did, uh, she licked the taser. That's the only thing she does in the entire film. So you bring these new people, and you have a woman, but you barely utilize them so i don't know if her stuff got left on the cutting room floor but that's what this movie feels to me like after every jackass movie they put out like a 0.5 which is like the stuff that didn't make it into the film this is what mm -hmm. it feels like to me it feels like a 0.5 and i feel like an actual jackass movie and i get it because the guys are older they're like in their 40s or early 50s now they can't do the shit that they used to do back in the day i get it but I felt like Jackass 3D, which was the last movie that came out about 12 years ago, it was a good send-off for everyone. You know, I felt like they wrapped it up in a really nice way. And this one, like, I don't want to say it's a cash grab, but it, it feels uh, uninspired to me. Like, they reuse, like, certain jokes and uh, stunts they've done in the past, but it's just not as funny as the older ones. There's still some good stuff in there. Don't get it twisted. Like you, you'll, you'll laugh at this movie. You like you'll have a good time. But when you post it up against the original trilogy, it just doesn't hold up for me. But a lot of people are giving it praise because, let's face it, the world is a sucky place now. People need to laugh. That's why. Yeah. I am, I am encouraging people to go out 
and you know see it or if they want to wait you know just stream it just wait for it to hit hulu or netflix you know bring your buddies over crack open a few beers and you're gonna have a great time no matter what like johnny knoxville he's like 51 52 and he's still getting hit by bulls like he's taking them head on and yo there's so many stunts these guys do with their wieners it's not even funny like there is a a B stunt that I can't even describe to you. You just have to see it to believe. So there is good stuff in here, but if you're uh, if you think it's gonna be better than the other ones, then you're gonna be a bit let down, like I was. So I my rating is uh, stream it. You know, just wait for it to hit video, and like I said, uh, have a great uh, big watching party with it with you and your friends. Yo, go don't watch it because there's a lot of penis in this. Well, I'll probably get skis down anyway. That's just where I'm at right now in life. Getting skis out easily. Yeah, yeah. There's other things to watch. Like what we're going to talk about in our feature presentation. Uh. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist. It just oh, turned snap. 20 years old. Can you believe that? I can't believe it's 20 years old, man. I, I, I was actually going to try and watch it on Amazon Prime, but um, <laughs> I, I said the screen. Did you see the screenshot I sent you? Uh, or was did I put it on? T- okay, so if you look up Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, uh, on Amazon, uh, Pow, Enter the Fist. I'm doing it. I'm doing it live. Uh, I went to go stream it. And My Hero Academia comes up. What? Yeah, dude. Look, I'm gonna. Ref- I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna take a screenshot right now. I'm gonna take a print screen. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And then a preview of the movie pops up. Look, I'm gonna show you, dude. It would second. It. it. It's. It's just unexpected. And the description is like, like, under anime. <laughs> of course, it would be under anime. Oh my lord! Yeah, see, see, the My Hero Academia characters are on it. I think they changed the description, or at least fixed it. This upsets I don't know me. what the this heck happened. There's a lot of upsetting things. For those who don't know, Kung Pao Answered the Fist is a comedy film that uses an old Hong Kong martial arts film called Tiger and Crane Fist. And the director and star of the movie, Steve Oderkirk, he dubs over everybody's lines. So he's taking this really serious kung fu flick and he's making a spoof out of it. He's making a comedy. You know, he's changing up the story and he's adding a bunch of gags in there and he's green screening himself into the movie so you see him interacting with all these people from old footage and it's just great like my goal is you've never seen the film we want you to seek it out and watch it maybe not on amazon because they have my hair academia for some reason but um, <laughs> it's really hard to describe this film for people who haven't seen it like i had a friend over last year um it was phonics and this movie has so many quotes. So she's like giving me a massage and I'm like, yes, yes, beat me like a drum. 
and she didn't know where the, that quote came from. It comes from Kung Pao. So I'm like, yo, we got to watch it. Like, Kung Pao is that test to see, like, if you can hang with me or not. Like, if you are if you get it, you get it. If you don't, then you don't. It was, like, ahead of its time. You know, adult It really was. Humor? Yeah, but better. Well, I would say adult swim humor in a, um, like, they took a lot of martial arts elements, but I, it, to me, it wasn't offensive. So I, I don't know how to describe it. It was just a joyous film. It was def- It's definitely one to have if you want to have like a watch party with friends. Yeah, for sure. And it's a cult classic. A lot of people haven't heard of this movie. Like I, when I saw the Tafonics, really? Yeah, I'm surprised. It only grows 17 million worldwide. Oh, wow. So it really did not uh, reach a lot of people then. Well, not enough. Not in theaters, but it connected with more people in the home video market. So I showed it to Phonics and, you know, she giggled here and there. But I could tell, like, it wasn't hitting her. Mm -hmm. But but then, like, uh, a few years ago, I showed it to Chelsea and Kaze. And they, they got it. Yo, they were laughing throughout the entire movie. Chelsea was scared of the CGI baby in the beginning. Like, yo, that baby <laughs> killed me. Okay. <laughs> I'm only going to spoil one part because this is my favorite part. And I know it's in the beginning, but it's when um, the main character is introduced and he's telling a story. And there's a baby and he's rolling down the hill. The baby's just rolling down the hill. It's all swaddled yes. and it's just Please. rolling. And it, it it lasts a pretty good minute. And then there's old woman by the water, and you think that she's going to pick him up and raise him. She goes, oh, the cute baby. And she just puts him back down. Baby rolls down that hill. (laughs) And that always gets me mad. I cry every time because, like, sometimes I just want to do that shit in life. (laughs) Just let that baby roll down the hill. That's a metaphor for birth control. Oh, my God. Yeah, that scene gets me too. Like, there's so many iconic scenes in this film. The one they used in the marketing in the trailers, I remember, was the Matrix cow, the cow fight. That was oh like the yeah shot for the movie. Because back then, everybody was ripping off the Matrix. Everyone, 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 everyone. But. Yeah, man, like, and this movie's, like, really short. It's, like, 80 minutes. It's a quick watch. So yeah. Even if you're, there's a joke you don't like, there's going to be another one around the corner that you're going to love. Like, Betty. Betty's, like, the uh-huh. best character in the entire film. One of the best villains of all time. Was she the one with the one boob? No, Betty is the main guy. The main Van oh, I forgot. See? I forgot. I'm yeah. probably going to just buy it because it's $5 on Walmart. Oh, please, yeah. Just support it. He keeps saying um, back in 2015, he was talking about making a sequel, but nothing has uh, been produced so far. This guy is very interesting. This guy wrote and directed Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, right? Uh-huh. He was the writer of the Jimmy Neutron movie. Oh, Wow. The writer of The Nutty Professor, Bruce mm. Almighty, and he directed mm. the movie Barnyard. Do you remember Barnyard? 
I sure do. About the transgender cows. Yes, yes. I said it. Yeah, he wrote, direct, produced that. That's like his baby. It's crazy. Well, the show is actually pretty good, uh, Barnyard. I watched the movie for the first time, and it was interesting. <laughs> the TV show was written better to me, but anyway, I digress. Yeah, and he also made all the, you know, those Dumb Nation shorts, like Dumb Wars, Dumb Ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy's a funny dude. Like, he's been around the industry for, like, the last 20 years, like, on the side, just making these random, goofy projects. I want him to come back. He hasn't really done anything in the last, like, eight years or so. Well, it's really hard because Hollywood is now divided by, um, they're confused and still afraid of things. And it's also still very annoying because it's, like, people are trying to move on and, like really update and then people are like oh no it's controversial and it's really not controversial just do the thing that you love you don't have to do the same things over and over again yeah especially now all we get is like reboots and revivals like kung pao is original i've never seen anyone do something like this before or after this film yeah like it was an anomaly. Like I, I'm still thinking of like the jokes in the movie. My favorite, one of my favorite jokes is um, Betty's walking into town with his posse, and they're walking, and this one guy's like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And they just kick him in the face. They're like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, there's a chick with one boob in it. Her name is Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I love Whoa. <laughs> no, that's not. That's that's a. That's not whoa. That's ah Ling. nuts. Ling. Yeah. See, it's been so long since I've seen the film. You're right. Ling is the one that goes wee 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 Like yeah. when the Wii U came out, everybody was posting that gag. <laughs> I also don't want to say anymore because there's just too many spoilers. Yeah, too it, many it, funny it, lines. You are absolutely right. Like we don't want to spoil like you know the really really good jokes, but. There's some good fighting in here, some good um, visual gags, good needle drops. Um, the stuff they do with the dubbing is great. Like the dog, like the dog will bark, and then two minutes later you'll hear the bark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's the wild part. All that effort, man. All that effort. Yeah, and um, like I said, it was ahead of its time. I, I feel like, you know, YouTubers... Like, I watch, uh, you know, this girl that talks about movies and does makeup. She green screens herself in these movies, and she makes it look effortlessly. Yeah! I think I've seen that one. Yeah, her name is Jamie French. And back then, you know, that was, like, a big deal. Now people can do it, literally. Like, you can do it, Yoko. You, you, You put yourself in Five Nights and Freddy's. I sure did. That makes me laugh. I like. I made myself laugh just to do that. So I have some more coming up. Yeah. I mean, for those of you who need more context, uh, I'm. I really want to have an art show where it's basically I'm doing things with art, but I also want to like green screen certain things. So I don't want to reveal too much now because I still have a lot to do. But yeah, that's just the concept, like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but green screen. <laughs> It's great stuff. You got to 
pimp that YouTube channel. It's called Dude Let's Draw. Yeah. And then I'm uh when I travel now, I'm gonna do like segments like you'd see on Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, but not really. <laughs> it's just like a troll move. So <laughs> we're gonna see how trash is made in New York City, children. <laughs> It's called people riding the subway. That's how trash right. gets around. I've also been working on my life as a secret furry. Like, it's been taking me longer. But I was going to ask you, Frisky Friskerton, for some photos. Um, just because uh, there are some things in this. This is probably going to be like a 10-parter video that are hilarious. And important, so Wait a there's second. that. Wait a second. You're yeah. a furry? Uh, no! I'm a cartoon character! Gotta go! Yo, I've had to listen to that intro. Hello, my name is Jen Yoko. I'm a Shiba Inu from another dimension, like, 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I uploaded all the episodes on YouTube, so I had to you make sure them into did. videos. And this is the first time we've talked like with voice since the last episode but i've heard your voice like every day <laughs> it's weird so imagine hearing my voice every day doing voice acting stuff every day oh yeah you must get sick of it i i've had to get over that I, after doing like 25 hours of an audiobook i i, I had to get over it Real quick. That's too much time on an audiobook. Yeah. I've been listening to the echo of my voice this whole time, and I'm sick of it already. <laughs> Need to get that yeah. software to get rid of that problem. But anywho, the reason uh, I wanted to talk about Kung Pao, because the last episode, um, we're talking about Barb and Star and how Hollywood doesn't make like original comedies anymore. So I wanted to put a spotlight on this one specifically, because... You know, I think it's worth a look. Has stood the test of time. Yeah, especially if you want like a comfort film. Like, if I had a comfort film, that would be one of them. And I mean, I have a lot of comfort films. I lied. So, like, I would have the original Batman trilogy back in the, um, or is it quadrilogy? So, like Batman one, two, and three. Yeah, Batman one, two, and three. The old ones from the nineties. The Harley Quinn movie. Um, I have Zootopia because and Roger Rabbit because they're technically kind of the same. And Project Echo, those are my comfort films. What are your comfort films? Oh, comfort films. Yeah. I'm looking at my wall like an idiot. Like any of the Fast and Furious movies, of course. Put that on. Mm -hmm. Um, Captain America movies, Avenger movies. I like. Uh, I got my comedies that I like, like Super Bad, the Friday trilogy. We got uh -huh. Fifth Element. That's definitely a cover film. Oh, yo, I love the Fifth Element. That's actually in my library. I I can watch that movie a million times and never get tired of it. Yeah. Rush Hour trilogy, the first two scary movies. Yeah, those are some of them. Uh. If you want another more, if you want more original comedies, uh, I recommend Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Mm -hmm. It features the Lonely Island, and um, Andy Samberg plays like a pop star, like like a Justin Bieber type. 
and you see mm-hmm. him, it's like a fake documentary you see him go make his album which is called thriller also <laughs> stop just such a a subtle but genius joke it's like oh thriller also and uh that one's really good like that also bombed at the box office so every time i mention it to someone they never have heard of it and i'm like yo we're gonna watch it right now and every single time they loved it it has some great jams on there like f bin laden or mona lisa you're a stupid overrated piece of shit. <laughs> oh my lord. Some, yeah, check that out. And I've also started uh, doing a Jim Carrey marathon. So I've been watching. Oh yeah, you, didn't you start that like at the beginning of the year? I started it. Was it? I started it this week, like the beginning of this week. Oh, because uh, you talked about it last podcast a little bit. I did. I did. I want to try to watch all his movies. Leading up to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. So I watched like the the first 10 movies he did in the 80s, which are mm-hmm. movies like no one has ever heard of. Like there's a mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood movie in there. And there's one, a vampire movie called Once Bitten, which um, the plot is this vampire needs to feed on virgins to stay young. So she preys on Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey's girlfriend doesn't want to put out. And oh boy, okay. The the way like they're chasing him throughout the house because she needs to like suck his blood by midnight. So the way he uh, gets out of that is his girlfriend takes him and they have sex inside of a coffin. <laughs> In inside of a what? A coffin. How was, I mean, is that like... Well, he's not a virgin anymore, so... Okay. So, vampire can't suck his blood and get screwed over. Oh, that's... Uh, how come I had never heard of that one? Yeah, it, it came on like... Was it funny? 86. It, it's alright. Like, it's not like a gut buster, but I had a fun time watching it. It's a fun 80s movie. And he, uh, he also did a movie called Earth Girls Are Easy, where he plays an alien... And he looks like a a furry Teletubby, so he goes down to Earth, and the, the, he's Damon Wayans is also in the movie. Jeff. Oh Goldblum. my God! Of course, Damon Wayne. Like they were buddies back in the day. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they were on Living Color together. That's probably why. Yeah. They did the movie, but it's another fun '80s movie, and it's like one of his hidden gems. Like no one ever talks about it. And the best part, they have a dance off. It's between Damon Wayans and this dude that looks like a fake MC Hammer. So if you're going to watch anything from that movie, the dance-off is at least worth watching. It's so good. It's funny. And Jeff Goldblum is, like, super, like... That's, like, him in his prime. Like, they shave um, they shave the aliens because they're all fuzzy. And he just comes out looking like a, a, a model. And, like, damn. Like, I can see why girls are, like, get hot and heavy for this guy. Child, they all hot and heavy. Yeah, I'm gonna look for the dance scene. Earth girls are easy, cause I, I you'll get a kick out of it. I know you will. Only... Uh, oh, ah, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, I believe you. I believe you. And yes. They have, yeah, they have random like musical numbers in here. Like they never explain it. It's not a musical at all. But there's like three times where they just break out in song for no reason. 
It's it's great. I feel like you're just talking to me about fan fiction. Like there there are things in fan fiction called the uh, fanfic song fix song fix. And like that's what people do. They'll just randomly like and then his girlfriend played a song. Yeah. Okay, so and the movie they, the movie's actually free on YouTube. Oh. And I just sent you the clip of the dance off. Okay. I'll watch it after the podcast cuz we're getting we're getting close to the end, right? Yeah, we're, we're of what we were close to the end for sure. Yeah. Do, do you have um any other comedies you want to shout out? Uh not really. I've just been kind of really low key lately. Uh oh, uh yeah, no comedies. I was going to talk about Arcane, but just watch it on Netflix. I hope you like the best drama of the year. It's a drama? It's an action uh, adventure drama based off of uh, uh, League of Legends. And you don't even have to watch or like the game League of Legends. It's just, it's that good of a TV show to where you just get insight on what's going on in the game's lore, but... I'm in it for the characters. <coughs> Vi's my girl. I am in love with her. I love her. I love her. I'll say it with confidence. I love her. Anyway. I respect uh, that. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's computer animated. They really put a lot of effort into the writing. Edwin, I think you actually might like it. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. I like how you said it. And like... You might actually like it. Like, it might be the one. It might be the one. <laughs> I think you might be the one. I mean, I think it would be, I watch one episode with you and you might consider it type of deal. That sound means we're nearing the end of the podcast. But before we go, I want to have uh, one more segment. It's called Dimensional Diary. During this segment... I'll ask her or she'll ask me a question that'll help us help you, the audience, get to know us. So I, I got a question. Um, when sure. You were, when you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? Honest to God, a comedian. And everyone was like, comedians don't make money, so you shouldn't do it. Really? Like, I wanted to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, because and Living Color really transformed my life as a child i thought it was the funniest tv show on god's green earth i loved not just jim carrey but damon wayne's the wayne sister nobody talks about her and i took great joy in uh just pretending to be funny and then i would make people laugh so I, I kind of still do make people laugh. Um, I love making people laugh, like, more than anything. But... You're very funny. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could thank In Living Color for that. <laughs> yeah, you're naturally funny. Like, I could totally see you doing stand-up. Like, this YouTube channel that you're doing, that could be your stand-up, because you're, you're going to be talking about real stuff. Yeah. And For sure had a lot of funny moments so you have a lot of material to to take from yeah dude it feels surreal like saying this to you because this is more like a, a confession now it feels like well that's uh, what this segment's about you know we're gonna open yeah. up you know share a little 
behind the curtain with our, you know, listeners. Yeah, dude. My okay. I have a question for you. What is if you had to pick a job in your life that would that you feel would fulfill you? What would it be? part of like a comedy production like maybe like a writer or producer like I've been watching a lot of Attack of the Show because that's mm-hmm. like the only good show G4 has right now they really mm-hmm. screwed the pooch on the other ones Yikes. and when they go on they have a delightful time like the cast is great you can tell that they like each other and they're having a great mm-hmm. time and they're putting out some funny entertainment for everyone like they're making skits but they're also showing some new products you might be interested or new shows like it's my jam and that's what i'm hoping to bring i'm bringing hoping to bring a little bit of that flavor to this podcast you know we want to talk to you about cool new things and things you never heard of while also making you laugh because you know the world sucks yeah but we can make it better like, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, man, that makes me smile. Like, make it better. Make make things in life better. Because guess what? Uh, there's people making the world bad out there. But we're also shown too many things on the news that the world is a, a terrible place. But it's not. Because if it was, we would be sitting in, like, like, I actually had family friends who survived a war. Like, to the point where they would walk outside there'd be landmines one of the kids got blown up like we're not living in that i'm just saying like we can make it better like whether it's a laugh sharing a tutorial with somebody um sharing drawings with each other movies we can make it better like we could do it oh yeah that's why we're here we're here to entertain you guys and and i'm also here talking to my best bud like like i missed you yeah, man, we're buddies for five ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what I wanted to be when I grew up? Yeah. I wanted to make video games. Like, I wanted That's to such be... a hard thing. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, when I was like from six years old to like 16, I was quote unquote hardcore gamer. Like I had all the consoles, like 64, PlayStation and PS2. Mm-hmm. 360 Xbox, GameCube. I had all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, would, you still have them. Yeah, I do. And I would get like four different game magazines a month because I was just so into gaming. Like you have no idea. And I would even write like my own little magazine sometimes. Like I'll write in my notebook and talk about the games that were coming out this year. Like little previews. When Jet Set Radio Future came out, I did that. Like I was so hyped for it. But then you realize, like, these game designers, they work so hard for so many hours. And this is even before now. Like, we heard about the crunch time that Naughty Dog and Rockstar are doing. This is Mm -hmm. back then. I would hear stories about game designers just living in their office and not being able to go home because, you know, they have deadlines. And when I heard about that, I was like, oh, man, this is a crazy profession like i have so much respect for them it's like it's not something i could do 
Yeah. You, you do animation and uh, making video games. You have to sacrifice a lot. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, Disney kind of set the precedence as to what is the best protocol. Like, Disney would give animators off months at a time so they wouldn't burn out. Like, they'd rotate the best of the best out at a time. And But unfortunately, most companies didn't do that. Most companies would just like, no, work them to the bone. That's how it did. That's how we do. Yeah, I hate that. And... Yeah, and I don't know what Disney's work protocol is now because everyone's just trying to work people to the bone. And now nobody's like nobody wants to to do that. They're like, "Why why should I?" Especially since COVID, people don't they're still trying. They're still trying, but I I, I it's like I want to make care packages for people who work and live at their desk just to get a, a dream finished, you know? Yeah. Their game done. Now, public service announcement. People are not machines. We mm-hmm. need our days off. <laughs> we need to rest. Yeah, stop guilt tripping us into making us feel bad about like, oh, I'm sick. I actually can need to stay home. Stop guilt tripping us when you call us into work and we're unavailable because we have a life outside of the job. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. It's like, you need to come into work! Do I, though? Do I? Yeah, uh-uh. Screw that. Yeah. But yeah, um, you have any fun plans for the year? Uh, like I said, I was gonna travel. I'm going to go to Rhode Island to see my uh, friends to see Sonic. Uh, I'll come up Christmas time for you so I could see the Mario movie. I'm gonna go to california for sure so i could visit people i work with like it i feel like working from home's changed my life but i've also had to change some habits since you last saw me because i got sick um where uh, i really want to reflect on you know it's not always about work i really want to have fun when i do my stuff so i hear yeah. you girl i hear mm-hmm. you girl yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do a little traveling myself, you know, maybe go on some road trips this summer, mm-hmm. going to Vegas next month. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Going to do a dead dog dance this year, break the yeah. night. And, Heck yeah. And yeah, we're, uh, I got plenty more ideas for the podcast. Uh, Want to do another console retrospective, maybe for the... 64th episode uh oh and you know who you have to invite right yeah i know (laughs) Uh, but we gotta yeah go ahead i got an idea for a trivia episode Mm -hmm. that should be fun maybe do some fan fiction we'll see you know we'll we'll, we'll see you gotta have to stay tuned stay tuned and watch out Right, that's yeah. about it. We did it. Our first, yeah, folks. First episode of season four. I hope you guys liked it. Please, if you're listening, just give us a comment, man. Make sure you, you know, let us know you're a real person and not a bot. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love Yoko Frisky Dimension Rift. <laughs> it's all. 
<laughs> Poor grammar and everything. And, uh, stay off the trending tab on Twitter. It's poison. It's poison for you. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And just block things that you don't like, like NFTs. If you don't like them, just, just block the tag. Um, block, you know, just, I, just block it. Block you don't have to deal with it. Just block it. I got so sick of seeing Wordle things. I blocked that. <laughs> I I set my location to Japan, so I only get Japanese news now. So it's it's so much better. Wow, <laughs> that that's smart. I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's thinking outside the box. That's big brain thinking. It's a lot easier than we all know. Yeah, and uh, this intro is not our actual intro. It's a placeholder. I'm gonna see my boy John later this month, and hopefully we'll have a legit intro for the next in- episode. So that's exciting. Yeah. All right, folks, have a great one. We love you and much love and peace. All right. Go out there and watch Kung Pao. We'll watch see Kung you Pao. Soon. Bye. Bye.